0: Joshua chapter 6 verse 5. Joshua chapter 6 verse 5. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn and when you hear the sound of the trumpet all the people shall shout with a great shout and the wall of the city shall fall down flat and the people shall ascend up Every man straight before him. That passage says, all the people shall shout with a great shout. Yes. Is anybody ready to shout a shout of victory this morning? Hallelujah. I've not had any great shout. Hallelujah. Is it because of the mask? Yes. <laughs> Somebody who is assured that this world of Jericho will fall down flat this afternoon, shout a glorious hallelujah. Receive your victory in Jesus' name. Amen. So we we'll continue our discussion on the topic, and it shall come to pass. And this morning, we want to start by declaring that it shall come to pass. Your wall of Jericho will fall down flat. Amen. I say your wall of Jericho will fall down flat. Amen. Brethren, everyone that has a possession in the promised land must deal with the wall of Jericho. Before possessing that possession. Everyone. That God has given a promise. That you have got to the place of your rest. The place of your inheritance. The place where you will receive what God has said is yours. There will be a wall of Jericho to overcome. But the Bible says fear not. Tell somebody fear not. Fear not. Because that wall of Jericho will do what? It's not just going to fall down. How will it fall down? It will fall out flat. That's the word of the Lord. That's the word. That passage says, It shall come to pass. When you go to uh, that same Joshua chapter 6, verses 15 to 16, verse 15 to 16, verse 15, the Bible says, And it came to pass. Isn't that wonderful? It shall come to pass. That's a promise, right? And then, And it came to pass. Every promise of God in your life will come to pass in Jesus' name. And it came to pass on the seventh day that they rose early about the dawning of the day and compassed the city after the same manner. How many times? Seven times. Only on that day they compassed the city seven times. Verse 16. And it came to pass at the seventh time. When the priest blew the trumpet, Joshua said unto the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city. Somebody should shout because the Lord has given her the city. Shout for the Lord has given you the city. The Bible says in verse 20, that verse 20, so the people shouted when the priest blew the trumpet and it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout, that what happened? What happened? The wall fell down how? Flat. Flat. We know the meaning of flat, right? It's not undulating. There's no obstacle. It's not like I'm going and I hit my leg against something. No, the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city every man straight before him. And they did what? You will take the city. I said, you will take the city. And do you know something about that wall of, 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 of Jericho? The Bible makes us understand that the person that tried to rebuild the gate was operating under a curse. And I have a word for someone here this morning. Everyone that tries to rebuild the wall that which the Lord has taken down, that person is cursed. Yeah. It's the word of God. Whosoever tries to rebuild the wall that God has taken down. The Bible says the person is what? Caused. The person is cursed. And it shall come to pass. You see, as the blessings are being perfected, the curses are being perfected. For those that choose to uh, stand against the word of God. The Bible tells me, you see in that same Joshua chapter 6 verse 26, Joshua adjured them at that time, saying, cause be the man before the law that riseth up and buildeth this city Jericho. He shall lay the foundation thereof in his firstborn, in his youngest son shall he set up the gates of it. You may ask yourself, why? I mean, you came to the promised land. You are possessing what God has, has proposed for you. Why will you release a cause upon that city? And it's very simple. Jericho was the first fruit of the promised land. Jericho was what? The first fruit fruit of the promised land. And that's why whatever was taken out of that place belonged to who? God. Belonged to God. Everything and everyone belonged to God. It was a sacrifice to God for that which, which which lay ahead. When you give that first sacrifice... You are assured of abundant pro- I mean, uh, abundant harvest. When you give that first sacrifice, you are assured that what the Lord has promised subsequently shall come to pass. And I speak into your life, it shall come to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. When you bring your tithes into the storehouse, you are assured that having given God that first 10%, many more will come into your, into your storehouse in Jesus' name. Amen you give 10%, God will give you in multiples. You know, those of us that listen to the Jesus, uh, messages that he gives every Sunday, he was sharing a testimony this morning which he has shared many times before. He went for a program in the in, in U.S. And when it was time for offering, a man and his wife came forward and said, before you give your offering, please listen to me. He said there were 17,000 men In that auditorium, no children, men and women. And the man said, Every offering that you give today, me and my wife will do what? We will match. And you know, some of us are very interesting. When you hear that, what will you do? You redouble your offering. Say, This man is in trouble today. He said, By the time they collected the offering, they had about three point something million dollars. I didn't say naira. Three point something million what? US dollar. Uh, my sister, you are in the spirit. Not even Canadian dollar. US dollar. And so when they counted, he said, You people must wait. So that we'll know how much we have to give. They counted and he said, Three point something. Said, the man came and said, Ah, uh-huh. brethren, 17,000 of you. Is that all? Uh, you- yeah. So all you want me to give today is additional, just three point something million you can do better. Tell somebody you can do better. He said, when he heard that, he said, well, I must see this man. After the program, he went and met him and said, sir, I don't understand. Tell me your story. And the man said, I don't know how many years before then, he said he started a business with $500. $500. And he promised God that if you bless this business, instead of me to take 90% and give you 10, I will do what? I will take 10% and give you 90. said, so the man knew what he was doing. Brother, you can never, I mean, God can never owe you. That's why God can never owe you. And he said, that was how God began to multiply. Because God saw a man with whom he could go into a covenant. God saw a man with whom he could go into a business. If 90% of the profit belongs to God, Will God not make sure that the 10% you have is more than many people's 100%? That is why the monk you, that gives you an idea. And you can begin to imagine how, how God had blessed him. For him to say, your three 20 million, let's just say 3.5. Your 3.5 million is too small. I want to give God more, but I want to match your giving. What am I talking about? Jericho was the first fruit of the, the promised land that God gave to the children of Israel. And so everything and everyone in it was dedicated. And that was why Joshua wanted to ensure that no one would rebuild this, this city. And the Bible tells us in 1 Kings 16, verse 34, of that man they call Heel the Bethelite who built Jericho. And we are told he laid the foundation in Abiram, his firstborn. And he set up the gates thereof. In his youngest son, Segub, according to the word of the Lord, which is spoke by Joshua, the son of Nun. So, brethren, it shall come to pass. That's what it shall come to pass. What do I know shall come to pass this morning? It shall come to pass, the Lord will bless you. Somebody doesn't like that. Just point your hand to me and say, Pastor, it shall come to pass, the Lord will bless you. You obey instruction now. I say, put your hand to the pastor and say, Pastor, it shall come to pass. The Lord will bless you. Now, point those hands to yourself and say, It shall come to pass. Come to pass. The Lord will bless me. Will bless so shall it be in Jesus' name. Amen. The next point, that's not point number eight. From We've been on this for a number of weeks. The point number eight is, It shall come to pass. And this is very prophetic. If you like, you can write it down. So that when it is perfected, you will say, God spoke to us. Very simple. I'm not going to spend too much time on it. But it shall come to pass that all nations shall come unto this church. Amen. I say all nations shall do what? Come Into this church. Hallelujah. The book of Isaiah chapter 2. Isaiah chapter 2. Isaiah chapter 2. Verses 2. I have 2 to 4. I'm going to read maybe verses 2 and 3. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains. Tell somebody that is this church. And shall be exalted above the hills. And all nations shall do what? Shall flow unto it. In fact, I think I'm so charging when I say all nations shall come. Because all nations shall flow. It's better than all nations coming. Is that not, is that not so? Because water flows, is that also? Yes, all nations shall flow into this church. Yes. The devil has no choice. His option period has expired. Yes. Tell somebody the devil's option period yes. has expired. Has expired, and it shall come to pass that all nations shall do what shall come, shall flow into this church. So shall it be in Jesus' name. Because the psalmist said in Psalm 122 verse 1, he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. And I want to enjoy many of our brethren who for no reason are still sitting at home watching online. The psalmist said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Come to the house of the Lord. The Lord will touch you online, wherever you are watching, for those who are not able to. But if you are able to do what? Come to the. That's why we, we established two services. So that we can comply with all the rules as much as possible and still come before our Father, before our Maker. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Number nine on that list. And we are going to spend some time on it. We are not going to finish it today. We will continue next week. It shall come to pass that the anointing will destroy the yoke. I said the anointing will do what? Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. Let's open that. Isaiah 10, 27. Isaiah 10, 27. Isaiah 10, 27. And it shall come to pass in that day that his body shall be taken away from off thy shoulder. And his yoke from off thy neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Now there are a few things we are going to look at in that passage. That's why I said, we are are not going to finish it today. And I don't even know how many uh, Sundays it's going to take us. But number one, in that passage, the Bible says, The burden, his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulders. Every burden that you brought into the house today. There is a burden, bearer. He will lift it up in Jesus' name. Amen. He will take it up in Jesus' name. Amen. When Joseph got to the land of Egypt, he got there with a burden. He had a revelation. He had a direction. But he ended up, I mean a slave, and as if that was not enough, he ended up what? In prison. But look at what the Bible tells us in Psalm 81. Psalm 81 verses 5 to 7. Psalm 81 verses 5 to 7. The Bible says, This he ordained in Joseph for a testimony. That's a good starting point. God will make you a testimony. Amen. I said, God will make you a testimony. Amen. Testimony, God will make me a testimony. Amen. Brethren, as we are coming out of this lockdown, <laughs> there has to be a difference in your life. Amen. There has to be a divine lifting. Amen. There have to be a glorious testimony. Amen. Your testimony should be greater than mine. Amen. Tell somebody your testimony. My testimony. Hey. Tell somebody your testimony should be greater than mine. If you are selfish, you won't, you won't have any testimony. I hope you know that. Tell somebody your testimony should be greater than mine. So shall it be in Jesus' name. When we are competing to give glorious and great testimonies, ah, then we are beginning to arrive. I'm not, I didn't say we have arrived though. We are beginning to. We will get there in Jesus' name. He ordained in Joseph for a testimony when he went out through the land of Egypt, where he had a language I understood not. Verse 6: I removed his shoulder from the burden, and his hands were delivered from the pots. God said, I remove the shoulder of Israel. I remove the shoulder of Joseph from the burden. No, 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 no. This burden is not for your shoulders. That's why we say our God is the burden bearer. Mm -hmm. Our God is the burden lifter. Whatever burden is upon your shoulders, he will lift it today in Jesus' name. He brought Israel from under the burden of the Egyptians. In Exodus chapter 6, verse 7. Exodus chapter 6, verse 7. He said, I will take you to me for a, for a people. I will be to you a God. You shall know that I am the Lord your God. Will bring get you out from under the burden of the Egyptians. And I pray for someone here today. You've been laboring under the burden of the Egyptians. Your time to come out is now in Jesus' name. Amen. What do we mean by the burden of the Egyptians? Number one, it is a burden of slavery and bondage. It is a burden of what? Slavery and bondage. Somebody does not believe that. It's a burden of what? Slavery and bondage. Brethren, we've been saying it, we'll continue to say it. The Bible says, to everything, there's a season and a time to all purpose underneath the sun. There is a time to work for someone, and there is a time to do what? There is a time to work for someone, and there's a time to. Work for yourself. When your time to work for yourself comes, you will not be the hindrance for your own part in Jesus' name. Amen. The burden of slavery and of bondage is that's the burden of the Egyptians. In Exodus chapter six, verse six, he says, "Wherefore say unto the children of Israel, I am the Lord; I will bring you from under the burdens of the Egyptians." I thought man, most people would say amen to that. Amen. I will read you out of the bondage, and I will redeem you with a stretched-out arm, amen. and with great judgment. God is telling someone here today, "I will fight for you." Amen. Tell somebody, God will fight for me. He will fight for you in Jesus' name. Amen. In Exodus chapter one, verse eleven, Exodus chapter one, the Bible says, "Therefore they did set over them." taskmasters, to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh treasure cities by Thom and Ramses. So the burden of Egypt is a burden of slavery and bondage. That's number one. The second about that burden is that it's a burden of working without compensation. A burden of what? Working without compensation. You know, at times they, what you think is a compensation for you, they are just saying eh, just come and walk and don't talk. Or you are take God will pull you out in Jesus' name. And remember when I got to Canada, the first job I got, they were paying me $12 an hour. That was in the year 2000. And I mean, I was doing whatever I could. The description of the job is something else. It wasn't the type of job I should do, but it was a job. And it was in the accounting field. And as an accountant, I went into it. All I needed was what? Canadian experience. That's what that job was for me. But you see, I will go and work. They will pay me my monthly salary. I will now add money I brought from Nigeria to pay my rent. Is somebody with me? So the money I brought in from Nigeria is what I will add to my salary for the month to do what? So what that means I am eating from what? From the money I brought in from Nigeria. That's what I was. What type of work is that? If If that's the type of work you are doing, God will deliver you. I hope somebody is with me this this morning. The burden of working without compensation. I was working, going to work eight eight hours a day, if not more. I will even put it some overtime, and they will pay the, the twelve dollars now after they've taken their tax and everything. And then I have this is my pay. Before even talking about title anything, no. I will now take money that came in from Nigeria, add to it. To pay my rent, God will deliver someone here today. Amen. The burden of Egypt is the burden of working without compensation. All you are getting is just, uh, just stay. You are just it, it. What's the word? Just no, not, you are working in cycles. You are just, uh, just saying I am going to work. Ah, God will transform your life. Amen. I said, God will transform your life because what happened, brethren? God eventually compensated Israel your season of compensation has come. As we come out of this uh, lockdown, your season of compensation has come in Jesus' name. In Exodus chapter 3, Exodus chapter 3, verse 21-22, he said, I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall come to pass that when ye go, you shall not go empty. In other words, receive the favor of God. I said, receive the favor of God. Because as you come out of this lockdown, the Lord is saying, you are not coming out empty. Hallelujah. The Lord is saying, as you come out of this lockdown, I have a blessing for you. And he's saying, receive it. Will you take it? Yes, sir. Will you grab it? Yes, sir. Will you snatch it? Yes, receive it in Jesus' name. Yes. And of course, we know in Exodus chapter 12, verses 35 to 36, the Bible says, the children of Israel, Exodus 12, 35 to 36, the children of Israel they did according to the word of Moses they borrowed of the Egyptians jewels of silver, jewels of gold and raiment and the Lord gave the people favor tell somebody favor, favor. your season of favor has come Amen. your season of favor has come the Lord gave the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they lent unto them such things as they required and they spoiled the... you will spoil your Egyptians Amen. I said you will spoil your Egyptians. Amen. Everything that, that belongs to you, receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. What is the burden of Egypt? The burden of Egypt, number three also, is the burden of lack of recognition. Brethren, a slave has no identity. All that a slave has is a number. Number ten. Number five. Lack of recognition. You have all the qualifications. Nobody records with it. You are doing all the work. Somebody's up there collecting all the money. There shall be a turnaround today. Amen. There shall be a divine breakthrough today. Amen. Look at what Pharaoh said. When, when uh, Moses and Aaron went to him, Exodus chapter 5, verse 5. Exodus 5, verse 5. Pharaoh said, behold, the people of the land now are many, and you make them rest from their bodies. Imagine the other city. All that Pharaoh was concerned was that they have a burden, they have to fulfill it. You are making them to rest from their bodies, And the Bible says he increased what they were supposed to do. But God came through for them. I have a word for someone here today. God is coming true for you. Amen. I say God is coming true for you. Amen. Do you know, brethren, that fasting undues heavy burdens. I finished talking about Egypt. Fasting does what? We know what fasting is, right? I know some people don't like it. But fasting undoes heavy bodies. That's what the Lord told us. In Isaiah chapter 58 verse 6. Isaiah chapter 58 verse 6. He said, is not this the fast that I have chosen? To lose the bands of wickedness. Every band of wickedness that is still operating in your life is today loose in Jesus' name. To undo heavy bodies. And to let the oppressed go free. And that you break every yoke. And that's why brethren, is very important. Beginning from next week, Monday, what are we going to be doing? We're going to be fasting. Towards our program on Friday. Barry healing crusade. Fasting, dest- I mean, undoes, destroys heavy bodies. And you know what? As you stand in the gap for others, you are praying for yourself. As we come together, because of the enormity of what God wants to do, not only in this land. You know, you know the devil is a failure. How many of us know that? You know, if not because of uh, COVID-19 or whatever it is called, we wouldn't have been emphasizing the fact that this program will be online. But there's somebody in Europe there is somebody in Nigeria. There is somebody in America. There is somebody in South America that God wants to touch. Oh, yes. And He wants to touch them from this altar. Hallelujah. And some things have come together to ensure that we, I mean, highlight that this program will be online. And on that day, either the devil likes it or not, the word of God shall go forth and there shall be healing. Amen. There shall be deliverance. Amen. There shall be lifting up. Amen. Men will be anointed for the assignment of the living God. Amen. Yokes shall be broken. Amen. There shall be divine celebration. Amen. Fasting undoes heavy burdens. And as you fast, because you are a channel, God will not overlook you and go and be blessing others. You will be the first partakers of the blessing. Amen. Get ready for your blessings, get ready for your divine touch. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The Bible tells me that there is a name. There is a name that lifts up all burdens. What name is that? Jesus. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. In Isaiah chapter 30. Isaiah chapter 30, verse 27 to 28. Isaiah 30 27. It says, behold, the name of the Lord cometh from far. Burning with his anger. And the burden thereof is heavy." His lips are full of indignation and is strong as a devouring fire. Who is God angry with? Who is God angry with? God is angry with your enemies. You know, there's a passage in the scripture. When the Lord was saying, uh, he was talking about Babylon. He said, uh, I sent you to go and deal with my people but your oppression upon them is what? too much. Uh-uh. The way you have dealt with them is too much. So God himself began to have pity on the people he was punishing. Whatever be your situation, the master of God will avail for you today. Amen. I said the master of God will avail for you. Amen. And God will arise and fight for you in the name of Jesus. Amen. We all know Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2 from verse 9. God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. the name of at the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven things on earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father you know when we are reading about the body that was lifted from, uh, from uh, uh, Joseph God made him a testimony God will make you a testimony Amen. So you see, when people begin to see what God has done in your life, they say, come bro, we we came to this country together. In fact, we are in the same profession. In fact, I got a job before you. Uh, How is your own different? Tell somebody my own is different. Because I serve the living God. The living God will arise for you in Jesus' name. In Isaiah chapter 22, verse 25, as we begin to round up, the Bible says, Isaiah 22, verse 25. In that day, said the Lord of hosts, shall the nail that is fasting in his short place be removed, and be cut down, and fall, and the burden that was upon it shall be cut off. Every burden. Every burden. He said, for the Lord has spoken. Brethren, God has spoken today. That burden shall be cut off. I said, that burden shall be cut off. I I said, that burden shall be cut off. When you look at that Isaiah 22 from verse 20 to verse 24, the Bible talks about the fact that there is a name. I mean, there is a door and there is a key, rather. There is a door, there is a key. And he said, I will give you the key of the house of David. There is a key that someone here needs to receive today. Are you ready to receive it? It's a key that no man can stop. It's a key that no man can question. It is the key of the house of David. It is the key that opens and what? It is a key that opens and no man can shut. It is a key that shuts and no man can open. Whatever is not of God against you. Every door God has not opened unto you, that key will shut you today in Jesus' name. And every door that God has opened unto you, no man can shut. Receive the key in Jesus' name. I said take that key in Jesus' name. Finally, Isaiah 55, verse 22 says, Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. That God is here today to sustain you if you will cast your burden upon him.